Chapter Seven of Vicky Van by Carolyn Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Seven, Ruth Schuyler. There were many calls on Vicky Van's telephone that morning. It seemed to me that the bell rang almost continually. The police people answered it, and one time I was surprised to learn that the call was for me. I took up the receiver and heard Mr. Bradbury's voice. I called up your home he said and your sister told me to try this number now look here calhoun i wish you'd go to see mrs schuyler i've talked with her over the telephone and she asked me to come up there but i've got the crittenden case on this morning and i can't get away very well so you go and see what you can do for her she told me you were there last night and she's willing to have you in my place i agreed feeling rather flattered that the rich man's widow should so readily accept me as mr bradbury's substitute i'm sorry you're going there said mrs reeves her eyes filling with tears as i took leave of her of course the schuylers will pump you about vicky and try to make you say that she killed that man i must tell mrs schuyler the truth i said yes but can't you give vicky the benefit of the doubt for there is a doubt why should she kill a man she never had seen before perhaps he wasn't a stranger to her after all why i heard her say before he came that she didn't know him you heard her say she didn't know mr somers i corrected i've been thinking this thing over suppose vicky did know mr schuyler and when steele proposed bringing a mr somers no you're all wrong she exclaimed i saw them when they met and i'm sure they had never laid eyes on each other before there was not the least sign of recognition besides that isn't like vicky to have a millionaire and a married man for her friend that girl is all right mr calhoun and i don't want you to let mrs schuyler think she isn't perhaps mrs schuyler knows something about her i doubt it anyway you stand up for vicky as far as you can do so honestly won't you i can surely promise that i replied as i started on my errand approaching the fifth avenue residence i looked at the house which i had been unable to see clearly the night before it was large and handsome but not one of the most modern mansions four stories it was and as i glanced up i noticed that all the window shades were down the floral emblem of death hung at one side of the wide entrance and as i approached the door silently swung open a footman was in charge and i was ushered at once to the library where i had been some hours earlier it was not a cheerful room the appointments were heavy and sombre though evidently the woods and fabrics were of great value a shaded electrolier gave a dim light for the drawn blinds precluded daylight a soft step and mrs schuyler came into the room black garb was not becoming to her the night before in her blue house dress she had looked almost pretty but now in a black gown without even a bit of relieving white at her throat she was plain and very pathetic her face was pale and drawn and her eyes showed dark shadows as of utter weariness she greeted me simply and glided to a nearby chair it is kind of you to come mr calhoun and the fine quality of her voice and inflection betokened new england ancestry or training as you were here last night you seem more like a friend than a mere business acquaintance i am very glad mrs schuyler and i spoke sincerely that you look on me like that 
please tell me anything you wish to and command me in any way i can serve you the speech sounded a little stilted i knew but there was something about ruth schuyler that called for a dignified address she had the air of bewildered helplessness that always appeals to a man but she had too a look of determination as to one who would do the right thing at any cost of personal unpleasantness it is all so dreadful she began and an insuppressible sob threatened her speech but she controlled it and went on there is so much to be gone through with and i am so ignorant of-of law and-you know of police doings i understand i returned and anything that you can be spared rest assured you shall be but there is much ahead of you that will be hard for you very hard and perhaps i can help you get ready for it will there be an inquest and all that she whispered the word half fearfully yes there must be though not for several days probably you know they can't find miss van allen no where can she be i don't suppose they will ever find her why should she kill my husband have you any theory mr calhoun how well do you know this-this person only fairly well by which i mean i have met her some half a dozen times always in her own house not always i've attended studio parties where she was present oh bohemian affairs not exactly miss van allen is a delightful girl bright and of merry spirits but in no way fast or of questionable habits that's what they tell me but pardon me if i cannot believe a really nice correct young woman would have a married man visiting her but remember mrs schuyler miss van allen did not invite mr schuyler to her house as near as we can make out mr steele brought him without miss van allen's permission and under an assumed name a blush of shame stained her face i realize she said how that reflects against my husband must all this be made public mr calhoun i fear it must the law is inexorable in its demands for justice but if they can't find miss van allen how can they indict her or whatever the term is why can't the whole affair be hushed up personally i would far rather never find the girl never have her punished than to drag the schuyler name through the horrors of a murder trial i quite understand your position but it will not be possible to evade the legal proceedings of course if miss van allen is never found the affair must remain a mystery but she will be found a lady like that can't drop out of existence no of course not why her bills must be paid her household effects looked after is she in a house or an apartment a house i understand she owns it then she must communicate with her business people lawyer bank or creditors can't you trace her that way we hope to as you say she must surely return to attend to such matters and her servants what do they say i described the unusual menage that vicky van supported and mrs schuyler was interested how strange she said she sounds to me like an adventuress no she isn't that she has money enough where does she get it i don't know i'm sure but she is a quiet self-reliant little person and not at all of the adventurous type it doesn't matter and mrs schuyler sighed i don't care anything about her personality she must be bad or she wouldn't have killed my husband 
i'm not defending him but men don't go to the houses of complete strangers and get murdered by them and i hope she will never be found for it might bring out a story of scandal or shame that will always cling to mr schuyler's memory but of course she will come back and she will plead innocence and lay all blame on mr schuyler can't we buy her off i would pay a large sum to keep her story from the world i'm sorry mrs schuyler but that can't be done i thought you would help me i'm so disappointed tears gathered in her eyes and her voice trembled i wished bradbury had had this job instead of myself for i am soft-hearted where feminine appeal is concerned and i didn't know quite what to say but just then the two schuyler sisters came into the library and i rose to greet them oh cried miss rhoda it's all too awful we can't believe it i wish i had that girl here you must find her mr calhoun you must yes chimed in miss sarah she must be brought to judgment an eye for an eye and a life for a life that's the scripture law don't talk so sarah pleaded ruth schuyler it won't bring randolph back to punish his murderer and think of the awful publicity i don't care for that murder has been done and murder must be avenged i'm ashamed of you ruth if you let any idea of personal distaste stand in the way of righteous law and order i too agreed rhoda spare no effort or expense mr calhoun to find that wicked girl and have her arrested i dare say you are right and mrs schuyler's acquiescence showed her to be more or less under the iron hand of the family opinion of course if you feel that way i shall raise no obstacle to the law's progress whatever you advise rhoda i agree to certainly you do you are young ruth and you are not a schuyler why the very name demands the strongest powers of the law i only fear that the most desperate efforts may not succeed what is your opinion mr calhoun can they find that woman the scorn of the last two words as uttered by rhoda schuyler's sharp tongue is not to be reproduced in print i think most probably yes miss schuyler i think she must return sooner or later don't wait for that exclaimed sarah send people to search for her scour the country don't let her get away beyond retrieval offer a reward if necessary but get her a reward repeated rhoda yes that's it put it in the paper at once a large reward for any information of miss van allen stay i urged don't decide on such measures too hastily might you not defeat your own purpose miss van allen doubtless will see the papers wherever she may be if she learns of the reward she will hide herself more securely than ever i think so too said ruth in her gentle voice i am sure rhoda we oughtn't to do anything like that just yet oh how hard it is to know what to do yes we've always deferred everything to randolph how can we get along without him we must and mrs schuyler set her pale lips together in an evident determination to be brave and strong now mr calhoun what is there to be discussed in a business way i mean regarding mr schuyler's business with you or mr bradbury nothing at present i returned feeling sure the poor woman had quite enough on her mind 
the will can be examined at your convenience and any questions of securities or money can rest over for a time do you wish any ready cash or shall we look after any money matters thank you no such things are systematically arranged in the household jephson attends to bills and tradesmen my greatest wish is for a secretary or some person to write notes and look after the flood of letters and telegrams that has already begun i felt surprised for i had assumed that the rich man's wife had a social secretary of her own i've no one she said in response to my glance mr schuyler didn't wish me to have a secretary and indeed i didn't need one but now of course it is necessary now not at all interrupted miss rhoda i am surprised at you ruth you know how randolph objected to such things and now as soon as he is gone you begin to hush rhoda said ruth with gentle dignity it was not necessary before but it is now you've no idea what a task it will be all our friends and many of randolph's acquaintances will call or send messages and they must be acknowledged and pray what else have you to do but acknowledge them sarah and i will attend to our own a great many doubtless but not too much of a task for us when it is in memory of our dear brother very well and ruth spoke calmly we will wait for a day or two mr calhoun and then if as i believe the matter requires further consideration we will discuss it again clever woman i thought to myself she isn't altogether chummy with those old maid sisters and yet she knows better than to have any open disagreement i'll bet she gets her secretary when she gets ready for one i'll be on the lookout for the right girl for her when will they bring my husband home she continued without waiting for a comment on her decision about the secretary some time to-day i returned looking commiseratingly at the harassed white face probably this afternoon can i take any message regarding the funeral arrangements not yet and ruth schuyler shuddered those details are so terrible terrible yes said miss sarah but they must be looked after we will see the undertaker's men ruth i think rhoda and i will know better what is fit and proper for randolph's burial ceremonies than you possibly can i began to realize that the sisters had a family pride which did not include their brother's wife in their counsels apparently she was or they deemed her of lesser birth or social standing personally however i greatly preferred the gentle kindliness of the widow to the aristocratic hauteur of the sisters ruth schuyler made no objection to the proposition and seemed relieved that her advice would not be required who is in the house where mr schuyler was where he died she asked hesitatingly only the police i answered unless miss van allen has returned were were there many people there last night clearly she wanted to know more details of the occasion but didn't like to show curiosity yes i informed her quite a number it was miss van allen's birthday and so a sort of little celebration her birthday how old was she i've no idea i should guess about twenty-two or twenty-three is she is what does she look like the eternal feminine wanted to ask is she pretty but ruth schuyler's dignity scarcely permitted the question i noticed too that the sisters listened attentively for my reply yes i said truthfully she is pretty she is small with very black hair and large dark gray eyes 
she is exceedingly chic and up-to-date as to costumes and is of vivacious and charming manner humph sniffed miss rhoda an actress not at all victoria van allen is a well-bred lady if there ever was one you are a staunch friend mr calhoun and mrs schuyler looked her surprise i speak only as i feel i can't say surely that miss van allen did not commit this crime for i know there is evidence against her but i can't reconcile the deed with her character as i know it and i for one shall wait further developments before i condemn her but of course mrs schuyler my personal feelings in the matter have no weight in law and i stand ready to obey whatever orders you may give in connection with a search for the missing girl i don't know exactly what i do want done yet mr calhoun and ruth schuyler glanced deferringly toward the sisters no we don't for once sarah agreed with ruth after the funeral we can set our minds to the finding of the criminal of course the police will do all they can meantime to trace her of course and such a plan is best she may return to a house guarded by police asked ruth possibly if she is innocent why not innocent exclaimed miss rhoda with utmost scorn some of her friends think her so i observed mrs reeves a lady who was at the party stayed in the house all night and is i think there still why did she do that asked mrs schuyler looking puzzled she hoped miss van allen would return and she waited there to look after her that was kind who is this lady she lives down on washington square i only know her slightly but she is a warm-hearted and a most capable and sensible one she refuses to believe that vicky van what do you call her her friends call her vicky van it it sort of suits her from what you say i judge she is not the terror i thought her at first but all the same she murdered my husband and i cannot look on her as you seem to nor can i blame you your feelings toward her are entirely just mrs schuyler chapter seven